do a little review. Some of you might remember uh, one of the themes that we started out this year, back in January. We did a teaching called Trusting God for the Laughable in 2015. And so, this is 2015. We're still in here. Most of you know that. Um, and June, June, July is somewhere the halfway point of this year. And so, in many ways, this is like halftime of 2015. We're getting real close to halftime here. So, we're talking about trusting God for the laughable in 2015. We're doing a little halftime report. And we'd like to... Uh, it just felt like um, it's been a crazy week. And I was praying, God, what do you want... What do you want us to look at? What verses? What do you want me to share on Sunday? And I thought the idea of reviewing... Last week we talked about summer plans, you know, summer fun. And I said this week we would be talking about summer faith. What's some of the summer faith steps God wants you to take? And so we're going to just review some of these verses and see where you're at and what God might have before you and, and maybe, you know, spur you on to take that next step, that faith step He would have for you here. So... Um, Let's go ahead and we've got a few uh, blanks to fill out in your handout sheet here. But again, the question that we asked at the beginning of the year was, what is something impossible that you're believing God for this year? We're going to look at, just review the verses there. Um, And this one, you know, really the story came from Genesis chapter 18 where where God um, spoke to, to Abraham and to his wife. And, and this is one of the verses right here that uh, I just want to get you thinking about again, bring it to your attention. But it says, um, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I indeed bear a child when I am so old? Is anything too difficult for the Lord? He went on to say, And then at the appointed time I will return to you. And at this time next year, Sarah will have a son. You know, and then the story continues from there. But, you know, God had revealed to Abraham at a very old age and his wife Sarah that they were going to have a son. And, and as God was telling him about that, Sarah just couldn't help but chuckle. Because having a, uh, having a child at 90 years old just generally doesn't happen. And in many ways, it was a laughable thing here. And, and so the blank we have here is just, you know, one of the first steps we talked about. I would encourage you to, to maybe do this again. Maybe you weren't with us back in January. Uh, same truth would still apply to our lives. God's Word's living and active, and, and He wants to meet you with it today. But identify what God wants you to trust Him with or obey Him in this year. What is something God has before you? Now, um... Six months ago, that might have been something that's different than what he has before you today. Or it might be something that's still a work in progress. But identify what God wants you to trust him with. You know, he came to Abraham. He came to Sarah and said, here's what I'm going to do. And, and they were really responding to something he was planning on doing. And they really just needed to decide if they were going to fit in with what he was doing or not. And God has things he wants to do with each one of us this year. And as a church, but also just individually. So I encourage you to identify what is it that God wants you to to do. And maybe it's physical. Maybe it's something related to your health or your finances. Or maybe it's relational. Something God wants to do in restoring a relationship or something. Um, Maybe it's emotional or it's related to your character or changed thinking about something. But what is it that God might want you to do here? And maybe, again, you already know what it is. And maybe it's already a work in progress. Six months ago, we we shared this idea. And you might have already known what it was. I remember asking people, you know, what is something laughable God might have you do? Some of you are now walking out some of the very laughable things. Uh, 
we, uh, we'll look at a list of them here, but six months ago we talked about, you know, God might have us explore having two locations of the Firehouse Church. At the time, it seemed kind of laughable. Six months later, we go, wow, that, that wasn't real funny. It, it actually could happen, you know? Um, and um, some of you had things going on. Think about relationally. There's some things going on. Looking at Zach back there. Relationally, some things that are just downright unbelievable, amazing. Zach's been smiling a lot lately. I'm not sure why, but, uh, you know, God's been doing some amazing things, and some of them are unfolding. Now, some of you might go, yeah, you know, six months ago, things actually got worse for me now than they were six months ago, and I, I would just pose to you that maybe God is positioning you to showcase his grace in your situation even better today than six months ago. Maybe finances have changed not for the better. Maybe health has changed not for the better. Maybe you got more relational things to deal with than you did six months ago, and that's okay. I think God still wants to do things. Nothing's too difficult for him. Um, that was true for Abraham and Sarah. That's true for you and I today. Some other things, you know, maybe it's spiritual. Maybe it's related to our church vision. Um, you know, we'd really like to see everyone in the Firehouse Church being um, not only a believer in Jesus, but, but a disciple of Jesus. And not only being a disciple, but a disciple maker together with Jesus that we're fishing for the souls of men and women together. And maybe you've never seen someone come to Christ after you've gotten to share the gospel with them. And maybe you've never seen, maybe you've never had the opportunity to baptize someone who wants to follow Jesus. And that might be a, a laughable thing to you. And that might be something that God still wants to do. I know there's been some amazing baptisms just even in the last six months here and stories of God changing lives. Um, and so anyways, I encourage you, identify what that is. Maybe it's a work in progress. I know for us, just even uh, uh, related to selling our house or, you know, things like that, I, that was not, uh, it was not in my thinking. I knew it was a possibility last, this past January. You know, God might have us put our house on the market and transition, to, you know, to help with the, the Firehouse South location. And there's been some real laughable things going on there that... Uh, I'll tell you more about that. It's still a work in progress in many ways. We have closed on a house. We are now living in basements. Thank you for the Millers opening up your basement to us here. The, the Davises will be staying in their basement for a while as well. The, it's, the saga continues. But um, anyways, I encourage you to identify that. Some opportunities we talked about last uh, January here. I'm just going to scroll through these real quick. Increase influence, nightlife, opportunity. Um, let's see. International students, campus ministry. A lot of opportunities that are still have potential here. Mercy ministry. God's allowed us to have a lot of neat things. I know Brad's been working with the mercy ministry and, and the, the Joy House. I know a number of the women have helped uh, serve uh, the, the ministry there at the Joy House as well. Financial Peace University, pre-marriage classes. That's such an opportunity in this neighborhood. Uh, apartment life opportunities, Firehouse South, stepping up and serving. So these were the lists we looked at six months ago. It's funny to go, oh, mission trip, uh, check. Amen. Praise God. It went good. Most of them, you know, made it back in one piece. And most of the vehicles did too. I mean, at least, at least half of the vehicles made it back. So that's good. Um, spring break team. We hosted a large spring break team here. Uh, and there's still many opportunities in front of us. This fall, we're talking about a stewardship campaign and things that uh, would help us really uh, launch a second location in a, in a permanent sort of way. We experimented, we, we tried that the last couple months and our plan was to come back together for the summer with the hopes of a, a grand opening this fall down south as well. So we're, we're still trusting God for that. Might, you know, again, looking at our resources and maybe even our finances, that might be more laughable today than it was six months ago. Um, try not to laugh. That's that, uh, no. Uh, 
Anyway, so let's look at the, the second point here just to, to think about is um, really an action step along this. Once you identify what you think God wants you to trust him with, uh, then you might begin asking God. Ask God to give you a promise. God, would you give me a promise to speak to each one of us, a promise related to the step that he has for you. He, he promised, Sarah, hey, next time this year, next time this year, you're going to have a son. Uh, you might ask God to speak a promise right into the context of whatever you're facing. I think about some of you, next time this year, there's going to be a few babies in our hands that weren't here this time around. I, I know a, a couple of y'all uh, got babies in root here, and that's, that's exciting. But in some ways, that's like laughable, like, uh, you know, really, I'm going to be going, uh, wow, how does this, is, uh, there's going to be some wild things going on in that regards, I know. Um, but anyways, ask God for a promise. This was one of the promises that I'm still clinging to and praying about the two locations of the Firehouse Church here was uh, this one in Zechariah 8.6. It just uh, continues to encourage me, but it says, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. All this may seem impossible to you now, a small remnant of God's people, but is it impossible for me, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Again, I look at the idea of two locations, and you know, God wants to even do more than two locations of a church. We, we know He wants to have, we know He wants to reach the world. Uh, through making disciples. He wants to reach the world with the good news about Jesus Christ. And uh, that is a huge task. And we're just trying to take small steps to get there. But all of them are going to require faith and, and leaning on God's promises, even in a way that he reveals them personally. Another thing here, uh, just to make sure we're doing this summer, is um, read, uh, read God's word daily to feed your faith. Read God's word daily. Have you been feeding your faith daily? We all know. We all know we should do that. But uh, doing that is a very different thing than knowing we should do it. We can feed our. We can feed daily on you know the your favorite blog or your favorite whatever it is. But are you feeding on God's word daily? Because that's going to help you when you're facing your laughable circumstances. As you're in His Word, just looking and listening for a promise from God. This another blank here is um. Nourish your faith. As you read God's word every day, it allows you to just bring nourishment to your faith. Um, you can nourish your faith on God's character, that he, he keeps his promises, that he's gracious to even do these things for us, that he's faithful. Um, you can nourish your faith in realizing there's things that will short-circuit your faith. You know, God, we are to all live in the fear of the Lord. If there's things that we're not being honest about with him... Um, it's going to short-circuit our faith for these very things we, we want to trust Him for. Love this one when it comes to nourishing your faith. Um, this proverb, uh, I think it was in the one-year Bible, oh, well, a while ago maybe, but uh, I was reminded of it. But just Proverbs fifteen fourteen just says, A wise person is hungry for knowledge, uh, while fools feed on trash. What, what have you been feeding on? What do you expose your heart and your mind to regularly? Is it God's Word? Or is it garbage? Uh, and one of those is going to bless your faith and allow you to see impossible things happen. One of those is going to not do anything helpful for you and probably ruin your character along the way as well. Um, just some wild stories. Just reading in the one-year Bible yesterday, the day before, the story about Solomon's son, King Rehoboam. And just talks in there about how God told Solomon, hey, you stopped following me and I'm going to rip... Ten tribes of, of Israel away from you. And it went on, and I'm going to do it in your son's, on your son's watch here. But it was just amazing that God had foretold that this was going to happen. 
And yet there's this whole story where King Rehoboam had a chance to, the people said, hey, your father was really heavy on us when it came to taxes and labor. And he had a chance to, to speak gently to them and respond. And it said you would have captured their heart for the rest of their lives. And yet he got advice from people in his own, his own world, his kind of contemporary, his peers. And they said, you know, you know what, you ought to tell them, you thought my dad was hard on you, I'm going to really crack the whip on you. Not with a, a regular whip, but with scorpions. And so he responded with this real proud response. And, and then it went on to say one of the verses here that, that I just wrote down the other day, um, or that I typed out an email to myself, was just First Kings 12, 15, just says this, So the king paid no attention to the people. This turn of events was the will of the Lord. It fulfilled the Lord's message to Jeroboam through the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh. But this whole thing, this guy had a chance to choose to take the wise advice of these wise counselors and, and be humble in his response, or he could take the advice of his younger uh, counselors, his friends that just... They were really bolstering his pride. And he chose that. And then the kingdom was taken from him. But, you know, he really had a chance to... I'm just amazed at God's sovereignty there. God was sovereign. God said, here's, here's what I foresee is going to happen. And there's this king that has this choice to make... He, he's got the will to choose this or to choose that. And God knew in advance, you know, I know what he's going to choose. And he went on and, you know... I just, it reminds me of God is so, so sovereign. And, and we have choices that are going to affect how things play out. And God's plan probably could have still played out and the kingdom been taken. But, you know, Rehoboam could have chosen a different choice. And maybe that plan would have happened some other way. But now he's got, you know, for eternity is known as the guy who had the, the harsh response. that responded in pride. And, and it's in the history books forever now. But um, anyways, God is sovereign. And yet we have choices along the way here. And that's just something that's been feeding my faith on God's character, his ability to coordinate even selfish choices um, in a way that still brings about his will. But I'd be feeding our faith. The last one here, you know, as you... Um, you know, identify what God wants you to trust Him with. Ask Him for a promise and feed and nourish your faith. The last one here is just ask God for His marching orders for you. I love the, the response when Saul, um, Saul converted to Paul there, but uh, when, when God met him, he said, What shall I do, Lord? You got my attention. What shall I do, Lord? And he went on and gave him instructions of the things that were assigned for him. But when it comes to whatever God has before you, whatever faith steps he wants you to take this summer, um, eventually you want to get to that point, Lord, what should I do? What do you want me to do? And again, I think our handout here has, um, oops, let's see if I got my PowerPoint mixed up here. But one of them, it talks about a blank that says, well, you've got to do your part and while trusting God to do his part. God has... He wants you to have an active role in this. And yet at the same... There we go. Pray. Pray to do your part while trusting God to do His part. Um, and sometimes we can go, here's the impossible thing God wants me to do. And I'm just going to go and with hard work and uh, sheer willpower, I'm going to go get it done. Usually that doesn't work so well. This year I don't think that's what God's intending for us. He wants us to trust Him for, for doing the God-sized things that only He can do, things that are impossible to us. And yet at the same time, He wants us to be stepping out in, in things that are going to require faith so that we obey Him and He does His part in the impossible there. So um, anyways, those are some things I just thought it would be good for us all to be thinking about. And I hope that you freshly have those before you. And um, 
you know, I still think there's some exciting things ahead of us. And, you know, they're going to be taking faith steps this summer. This fall, we're talking about doing a, a campaign related to uh, launching our two locations, a grand opening. And, and last week I shared with you, part of that equation is going to be probably a stewardship campaign that we weren't necessarily thinking about. You know, we were just thinking two locations, keep doing what we're doing. But I think God's saying, you know what? You're going to need some buy-in to, to this vision here. And people are going to have to be sacrificial in order to carry it out. And part of that is going to be understanding, well, what is our mission? How are we supposed to reach the world with Jesus starting here? Like our, um, like our, our motto is here, reaching the world with Jesus starting here. And so anyways, we're going to be praying about that. I think there's some big faith steps still ahead of us. But I hope that you're just actively conversing with God on the faith step he has for you. Find a promise, feed your faith, and then ask him, Lord, okay, what do I do and when do I do it and what do I not do? You know, we've got to make sure we're in step with God's timing here. But we're going to go ahead and, and pray and uh, welcome the band up. We're going to do, if the band is still available, uh, we're going to close with one last song here. You could be thinking about some of these things and maybe even while they're, they're singing, it might be a good time to just try to hear from God as well. But I'll pray and we'll have the band come up here. Well, Lord Jesus, we do just thank you for, for this morning and again bringing us together. Uh, Lord, we thank you that um, with men, uh, these things before us are impossible. Uh, and yet with God, all things are possible. Lord, I pray you'd help us to, to hear from you, to know what you want us to, to trust you with. Lord, help us to be in line with the things you want to do, that we can just give you all the glory. Um, God, I pray that you would just do amazing things for us as a church. And just for us individually in our, our, our homes, our families, our households here. And, and we, we just want to uh, do things that would be otherwise laughable, Lord, as you, carry, as you carry them out. But we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.